welcome back to Raise Your Vibes. Thank you for tuning in. This particular podcast is all about the topic of dealing with narcissistic behaviour, narcissistic friends, frenemies, partners, loved ones that are in our lives. When we're growing up, we don't really realise that we have narcissistic tendencies. Obviously, we go through different sanctions, rewards. We learn as you know, parents, adults that are around us, they put in guidance, they put in particular stipulations of things we should and shouldn't do. Unfortunately, with some individuals, those rules never stick, those rules never apply. There is something in that particular individual that's missing a key element, a key function to do with their internal processing of becoming an adulthood or becoming an adult, should I say. When we're in relationships, often that are based with trauma, pain, lack of self-love, lack of self-care, lack of healing, maybe we're conditioned part of our patterns, part of our behavior from the past to give, 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 but not receive. We, we equate that with, you know, being love. And our self-worth is very limited. And the other person's is limitless. Understandably, there's no balance. There's no harmony with that individual that's in our life. And I've dealt with this topic slightly before when I'm talking about individuals that like to fix. A narcissist in particular will look for somebody like that, somebody that's like a feeder, a feeder of their emotions, empathy, light, energy. It could be that there is something about you, you have certain qualities about you that this other particular individual, almost like a moth to the flame as the saying goes, is drawn to, attracted to, cannot help feel um, that it resonates with them. And they feel that they have to be around you and your energy and they have to absorb it like a sponge most of us don't see narcissists clearly sometimes it's our friends it's our family our loved ones that will spot you know those codependency signs that will spot the fixer that will spot that individual that likes to shatter to break tear away uh, you know destroy sometimes totally destroy our whole functioning, our whole essence of being a a clear soul, a whole being, a human entity. And then there are times when the narcissist will do manipulation games too, mind control, and almost like a game of chess, you don't see it being played because your your vision's blurred, your feelings are blurred, your, your whole perspective, your directive is blurred and you don't really see the clear agenda. These are covert narcissists. They're very, very sly. They manoeuvre in very different ways. They see somebody potentially that looks vulnerable, perhaps, to them. They see it as a target. That This is the person that's a means to an end for me. I've got particular goals. I'm going to reach them. I'm going to gain them by latching onto this particular individual. And I will continue to sustain that relationship as long as it benefits me in some shape or another. Narcissists can be extremely good at gaslighting, controlling, playing victim. They will undermine your emotions. They will manipulate your emotions to the point where they play the blame game. 
you know, and and nothing is ever their fault. All the responsibility, the ownership of um, that particular episode, whatever it is you are going through, is never their responsibility. It's always yours. The shift is focused onto someone else, which says quite a lot, doesn't it? You have narcissists that are very serp- you know, serpent-like, snake-like, that, that will do particular moves, that will do particular actions. And even though you are someone who's very clued up, very geared up at the world, you don't see some of their manipulation being played out. So they will make silent steps, whether it's to gain money from you, finances, gain property, trust. It might be that they want to harm your children, harm you. Maybe they want to gain some access. Maybe there's something, you know, you could be somebody that can give them something, whether it's shelter, whether it's um, access to education, whether it's just your the fact that you are able to financially provide in the sense of they've got security. But also this says quite a lot about you too, that you have something within you that is, you know, translucent enough to the other individual to spot and find. There are also some narcissists out there that will go out of their way to to completely be almost like a sociopath and control and eliminate and destroy. They will do everything in their power to tarnish your good name, to tarnish your character, to destroy where you're working, perhaps. I've known clients do this as well, uh, unfortunately, where you know their whole livelihood has been turned upside down. Someone has had to change job after job after job, which, you know, in these current times of 2021, is extremely difficult to maintain, let alone control. We have people who will manipulate, who will destroy that individual purely because they're trying to move forward with their life. I can think of people who repeatedly, repeatedly would do the whole leaving somebody, upsetting them, causing them severe pain and emotionally they were not even attached to that individual as they did it. They did it in such a cold, brutal way that the other individual is left totally destroyed in absolute pieces. And the other individual doesn't care, doesn't show any sort of uh, regret, no form of compassion, no form of, do you know, should I go and apologise or should I just show that I do actually care? None of that. It's this cold, almost artificial intelligence style um, resemblance of feelings and this allows them to continue destroying people's lives they have this projection of patterns they will continue to find somebody else that they will leech off that they will absorb you know that power from narcissists like i said come in lots and lots of different shapes some will subtly come into your life and try to control you whether it's your freedom whether it's your independence whether it's your finances they will gaslight which is another term i'm going to use but they do they do a lot of gaslighting as well and you know the the individual concern doesn't necessarily see this coming this their friend your friends might point it out your family might point it out whatever the scenario might be whether it's a marriage or relationship or whatever the you know a friendship as well can be narcissistic to a degree too but it's all very, very toxic. It's never one-sided. Now, the individual concerned who's going through that often feels 
very, very isolated. The narcissist will ensure that their support network basically doesn't exist. There isn't anyone there, which makes you even more vulnerable. It doesn't matter how strong you are. It doesn't matter how independent you are. This person will take one chip off at a time. They'll keep, keep, keep knocking your confidence, your self-love, your self-worth, your whole entire being to the point where you're perhaps not even looking the way you used to be. Perhaps you're not even controlled, you know, in a way like you, you can't even step out of your own house or, or, or room. You can't feel like you can switch on your own television, for example, or read a book. It's all controlled by this other individual. And this, they get that power from that. They get this satisfaction of power and ego and it is sort of fighting amongst themselves. But this individual knows full well what they're doing. Full well. Sometimes, you know, clients come up in absolute pieces because they are not able to understand or even verbalize what is happening to them, not even pricked into words. They're not even able to say what is happening to them, you know? And all of this is because of the narcissistic vibes that the other person has put in. And the narcissist is also very, very, very cunning, as I said, very clever. And sometimes they'll do the blame game. They'll blame another individual. So, for example, if you've got a very close friendship with someone, you know, almost like someone whispering in your ear, oh, did you hear what so-and-so said? Oh, did you hear what this person said? And did you hear what this and what do you think to that? This sort of like constant questioning, constant um, having to look at your scenario and altering your viewpoint, altering what you should be thinking, feeling, doing. And instead of being in the moment, being in that particular predicament and following through, instead they will gaslight to get a reaction. They will continue to be all about the ego and not about balance or harmony. It's very, very hard, very hard to cut ties from someone who is narcissistic or is gaslighting you. I've helped quite a lot of domestic, um, you know, cases, domestic husband, wife scenarios in the past. I'm sure we can all relate to this as well with our friendship groups and people that we love and care about having gone through marriage problems, relationship problems where, you know, they're having some particular milestone in their relationship and something's happening. There's a pivotal point that's pushing them either over the edge or under the edge or at a point where they just cannot cope anymore. And, you know, the human body can only function so long with stress. It can only cope with it for so long before it breaks. And we don't often notice the different symptoms that are going on. We, we, see, we see someone maybe with bags under their eyes. We see them looking tired. We don't necessarily realize that there's all this, all, all this emotional stuff that's happening to them. As friends, we try to support. We try to give them advice. Most cases where it's domestic abuse, for example, the, the person keeps going back, keeps going back, keeps going back. It's a pattern of behavior, one they can't break because there's this dominance on the other side, there's this control on the other side, but there's also this want and need to be desperately loved and desperately attached to this individual. They can't seem to let go. Like I said, when that person steps out of the property, steps out and goes into their own realm, it probably is not existent, you know, it's probably not even relevant. 
But the individual that's suffering, the individual that's going through it, boy oh boy, do they feel it on a whole different level, completely massive level. And they cannot break free. It might be that their finances are being controlled. Again, financial abuse, you know. They might find that their emotional attachments are too heavy and too hard to detach. And we can all relate to this. It's very hard to think with your, you know, with your heart. Your heart is emotional, it's involved, it's invested. It's often very difficult to detach, to declutter, to forget. You'll have people saying to you, forget, forget the so-and-so and move on. And you're stuck in the moment. You're stuck in the, not even in the present. You might be still in the past. You're not necessarily in the future. You're in this, as we call in psychology, the, the sort of um, liminal space. And it's a place of not belonging in anywhere. Because you can't go forward, you can't break free. You're still haunted by the past, by your past trauma and past ghosts. You're trying to unleash or voice what's happening to you. And you struggle. You struggle to say, this is happening to me and I need help. There is no one clear solution, by the way, everybody who's listening. Everyone will have their own journey. Everyone will have their own uh, way of dealing with it. Some people tolerate, and I'm using the word tolerate lightly, tolerate an individual like this maybe for one, two months. Some people just clearly from the get-go see, no, this person's not right for me. Now, uh, one of the comedians who I love, Tyler Perry, has a character called Medea. And Medea's, one of Medea's sketches is something along the lines of, you know, sometimes we meet people who are only meant to be with us with a season. And we end up with them for much longer than that. You know, we end up with them thinking it's a lifetime. They're not, they're, they're there for a season. And we continue pouring our energy into this particular void of a person who has no intention of feeding our soul and our needs and our wants equally and lovingly and caring for us in that way that we deserve to be loved. Self-care, self-love, as I said before, is quite a hard thing to do. It doesn't matter what age you get to. I'm in my 40s. We are still working on it. It's something that you keep channeling, channeling into and you are trying to move forward and trying to heal from past trauma. You know, it doesn't matter how old you are, some patterns still come back to haunt us. Some things still come and trigger us. And it shows us, that ripple effect shows us that these things that haven't been resolved, there are things out there that we just have not accepted or understood at the time. We thought we did. And sometimes standing back in our own light, whether that's doing Reiki, healing, whether it's swimming, there is meditation. That some of us turn to prayer, whatever faith it is we follow. We try our hardest to detach, to not conform, to lead forward. But this person who's the narcissist has such a control over us that it's hard to detach. One of the successful things I have helped people with myself as well included when I've been in predicaments like this is reminding yourself of your self-worth reminding yourself of your beauty I don't mean the physical outside look of beauty I'm on about the personal inner light the inner being your inner essence your inner soul your light you know your energy from your soul when somebody meets you they feel your vibrations they feel you're a pure soul or a negative soul 
sometimes when you've done your light work and your shadow work and you know you've got that yin and yang sort of like connection you can see it clearly but trust me when i say that boy oh boy do you have to go through that and you have to learn that you know and sometimes your vision is blurred because you're marred or you're scarred by things that have happened to you so you have to persevere and you have to go forward because if you don't things will never be right you know things will never be cleansed and the narcissist is someone that will challenge you that will tear at you that will tear you to strips and pieces but just remember like a phoenix from a flame song lyrics say you can rebuild you can re be reborn and you can be rebirthed but we have to make sure we're not following the same triggers and the same patterns that we we followed before sometimes subconsciously we do and subconsciously without realizing it we attract the same energy into our lives thinking it's not like that but it's the same person but dressed differently disguised differently there to repeat the same pattern again until it ends and it ends with you and it ends with me you know moving forward stepping forward into our light and stepping forward into our being and saying i'm i'm worthy of much more of this i'm worthy of love for me and harmony and peace i'm worthy of finding happiness whether that's in myself or around my friends and family and appreciating them more all of us will have different forms of energy that we put out and we receive and again it's all about balance as well so each of us have to deal with that in our separate ways and you know as i said this particular um clearance we have to do we have to really hustle at it we have to really be determined and we really have to detach on a subconscious level and we have to look at what we're doing you know and be honest with ourselves not just the people around us but with honest with ourselves and say yeah oops <laughs> you know in some cases that oops is quite severe you know and some of us don't learn some of us are trapped but there is hope there is peace and it's about doing that shadow work that groundwork within within and accepting what i've said before to you know to quote the clint eastwood film working and looking at your good bad and ugly and accepting that accepting about all those qualities of your own about you and moving forward i'll end up doing another podcast i'm sure on this topic you know it's a relevant one it's a crucial one it's one that's bringing out lots and lots of issues with people worldwide it doesn't matter the culture the tradition the the gender either of the person it is something that is harmonious and is synchronizing with us with others you know and we need to recognize our part in that you know these people they will not learn we have to take our power back we have to step back and then we have to step forward so wherever you are on your journey look out for some signs i'll do some more video sorry not videos i'll do some more podcasts on this another time but learn to see learn to see these people learn to see the triggers because before you might not have done so sending your healing sending your blessing sending your love whoever's struggling with a narcissist or someone gaslighting them right now and hopefully hopefully you find your way out out of that dark and into the light 
take care. Sending you blessings, sending you healing. Thanks for listening.